Hello? Hello? What's up? Nah, Mitch, what's up with you? Chillin'. Chillin' like a villain. Chillin' like Bob Dylan. Oh, chillin' on penicillin' because you got that awkward fillin' in your dangling stillin'. Look at that, there's a new episode of the Black Cast on my phone, ready to play right now. Listening to Black Cast. Now, here's a little story I got to tell about three bad brothers you know so well. It started way back in history with that Rob C.A. and me. My team! had a little horsey named Paul Revere. Just me and my horsey in a quart of beer. Riding across the land, kicking up sand. Sheriff flashes on my tail because I'm in demand. One lonely BCIP. All by myself without nobody. The sun is beating down on my baseball hat. The air is getting hot. The beer is getting flat. Looking for a girl. I ran into a guy. His name is MCA. I said howdy. He said hi. Welcome to the Black Cast. Christian Black here with the one, the only Captain EO himself on Twitter at Jeff Duray. Hey, hey, hey. And joined FaceTime Audio, the man, the myth. It's it's beyond legend. Uh, you know, legacy. He's is, an is absolute a, unit, this guy. <laughs> See, <laughs> now yeah, it took it you is. a little while, but all of a sudden the accent comes back a few weeks, months later. Call me uh, unit. Coltrane on Twitter at Coltrane Leaks. Coltrane, thanks for, thanks for uh, making some time for us. Now, we have alluded to this in the past. I don't know if we ever really went into the specifics, but we're going to start off the show with a little story time. Uh, Captain EO, talk a little bit about this and what these are. And I think you talked about a run-in with this person more recently. Yeah. And then that was sort of like, oh, I've got these things that I want to read. So this is, so what I've got here prepared for you is uh, some Facebook messages Mostly one-sided, coming from my girlfriend's ex-girlfriend. Wait a minute. Girlfriend's ex-girlfriend. All right. Black Cast Nation is listening. <laughs> so, uh, you know how girls are. They, they like drama. And so I think um, that feeds into this, like, girl relationship because they were also, they dated in, like, college. So I'm sure... I, I don't ask these questions because I'm not as super interested personally, but I'm sure <laughs> that they did a lot of that, like, puppy in love forever, eternal sunshine, souls twisted in eternity. Yeah, I... That I, is reflected in some of these messages. Yeah, I, I at one point, I, let's say I saw a girl who had a, like, long-term lesbian relationship, and, you know, that was probably where she was at with that. I know she's now married to someone else, by the way. Let me point that out. Married to someone else, not me. Uh, and ha- has a kid and, you know, has a has a husband. And, you know, it was, I don't know, it seems like, and not to marginalize people that that is their way of life, but there are certainly these stories of like, oh, yeah, you know, that was college. Yeah. You know? It's, you know, I think for Natasha, it's like, it's not that, I think she would still potentially be in a relationship with a girl if it was like a good fit for her and we weren't together obviously um but but what if she'd let you watch oh well we've (laughs) we've had some discussions (laughs) 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 
But uh, anyway, so so the fun the thing about this is that essentially this has been going on for the entire time Natasha and I have been dating. And you which guys is have been like, together three years cr- in December, cr- uh, January. Well, New Year's so, yeah. Eve. Yeah. So yes, January. So, yeah, three, right. Three years. Okay. Uh yeah. And so it's just crazy that this chick hasn't like chilled out at all. And we saw her over the summer at a wedding, which I mentioned on a previous podcast. Yes, you did. That we were a little bit anxious about what was going to happen coming up to the wedding because of all these messages. And it's just like uh, they're usually just fun to read. Like we'd get them, uh, and then it would just be like a nice dramatic reading of a ridiculous message with all this like crazy platitudes and everything. So. I figured it would be good content for the Blackcast because, and let's be honest, we love reading what crazy chicks write. It's uh, something that we've done previously on the Blackcast. Uh, a young lady who was crushing it in her career. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> someone, who, someone who has occasionally appeared on most every episode of this podcast, someone that he is not a fan of and uh, has, uh, you know, we could revisit that, except that blog I don't think exists anymore. The, uh, what was Correct. it? Was it Finding Neverland or Finding it, Peter Pan or uh, Chasing Peter Pan? I, I think I think it was... Fi- hooking I, hooking I think it was the, with Captain Hook. Uh, I, th- I, I would have yeah, read that one. Peter Pan or something. Hooking yeah. Peter Pan. Anyway. Uh, so, uh, Coltrane, before we uh, dive into any of this, you hear about this, and are you thinking, okay, interested, or uh, do you have a different reaction? Oh, no, I'm definitely interested. <laughs> I thought so. I thought that uh, this would be, uh, you know, again, uh, sometimes Agent Starling can't be here, so uh, he is going to miss out on this, and you know he won't listen to this episode, so he's not going to hear it ever. I, but I, I literally just reread the first, like, sentence, and I'm already like, oh, fuck, this is hardcore. Is it the one that starts, hey, babe, he, he, here you go? Yeah. That, okay, yeah, because so that's that, what I So that part is for me. Yeah. Uh, and then it's like right after mm-hmm. that is what it says that I was just like, okay. Yeah, it's pretty amazing. We start off rough. We uh, just, definitely just start off with the rough warned, stuff. If you are sensitive to insanity, um, you might want to skip ahead. The, yeah, to what might be another episode, but uh, <laughs> we'll see. We'll see how long we can live in this world. Anyway, uh, take it away, Captain EO. And am I saying I'm perfect? No, of course not. I know it's fucked up that I'd rather essentially be raped than deal with the fact that you don't want me anymore. I'm just saying, as far as perfect goes, I'm pretty darn close, and so are you. And for some reason, you sit with me in my heart every day like a blanket I can't get out of, even though I try. It's like whatever love I have for you is so big and so old and so profound, it won't leave me alone no matter what I do. And I know time and other loves and things will come and come in and heal it, but I cannot see, uh, even in the situation where time has gone by and we're far past all this, and I could just be your friend without even without everything flooding out of my heart, and I don't want that. Sorry, these are run-on sentences, people. These are I really long run. Yeah, I'm 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 reading along because Jeff sent them to me ahead of time, yeah. and I'm just like, yeah, I would uh, I would be. These are these are a mouthful. Yeah, they don't always flow as as nicely as I'd like. Not if you don't want me. I'd rather be dead to each other and send love like angels from afar. 
at least then, it almost feels like you'll feel the same way. So a couple things, crazy girl. Uh, <laughs> there's there's some interesting things in here. You know, in in a way, it reads sort of like you know, like junior high poetry. You know, there's there's that level of it. But you know, she's apparently got that level of infatuation. Um, but um, just calling your love old. It's uh, I, I I don't know how I feel about that. I think that I'm like that. That is definitely not a kind characterization. They're saying so. Uh, to clarify, sure, this is based in the belief that they've lived past lives. And oh that they've wait been, a minute! Yeah, I'm so glad I brought this up. Then yeah, so th- this is a this is something that pro- it might pop up more so. But this is a central theme: is that oh, we're not just twin flames like who've loved each other in this lifetime. We have loved each other in many, many lifetimes. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, I think uh, before we get to uh, Coltrane's take. read any further, let me just get my. Oh, now you go. That's going to help you through it. Uh, So we will start with the next graph, as they say. (laughs) You wouldn't is. Yeah. You wouldn't be who you are today without me. Our relationship was a source of tremendous growth for both of us. I'm trying out different voices. I like the different voices. And especially before my any drinking, I was your biggest source of support. I helped you come into your power. I helped you come into your body. I was one of the reasons you developed deeper and more loving friendships. I helped you heal wounds from your past that were there long before me. I helped you heal relationships with your family and make peace with your hometown. I gave you love nonstop every day and took you to places you might not have gone otherwise. Part of the reason you were in such a good place when we ended things is because you had grown to that new amazing place with me maybe you don't see it for the last few months because of the stress and fights and the hurts you buried from when I drank but more than the negatives I brought so much out in you and gave you such a strong profound and deep love it's disappointing that you never took the time to acknowledge that because honestly can you say you would be who you are today see life the way you do feel as whole and as connected and as loving towards everyone and everything around you if you have never been with me um we're gonna put, put a pin in that for a moment uh she's alluded to drinking a couple of times she alcoholism so like serious like full-blown okay yeah. i i was just like okay it's come up a couple of times and uh you know yeah when you're with that was somebody a big impetus for the breakup was, yeah when you're with somebody who drinks a lot it's really fun at first <laughs> like i remember you know that's it's really fun at first and then you're like oh this is really you know not fun anymore yeah uh, Coltrane, we have uh, a little bit more in in this specific post, but uh, just sort of some early reactions to what you're hearing. I mean, it's it's like one of those things that, it, like, uh, whoever brought up the junior high poetry part at the beginning, like, that was actually makes sense because, like, the all of these descriptions and stuff, like the whole the whole tone of this. It's all the way that I can remember feeling like in junior high and maybe high school, but it's like just I there are still I look back right now on several relationships that I've had in my past and there there's like three women from my past that I can say unequivocally I absolutely like I was deeply in love with them then I'm still deeply in love with them but it's kind of, it's just different you know like you probably still love them but you're not in love yeah, with them like, eh? Like I like one of them I, I 
one of them got married and like uh, I just sent over a text and I was like, I'm really happy for you. I'm as happy as I could possibly be because like you being happy is the important part. So, and it's, you know, it's one of those things like absolutely mean it. I mean, she's great, still love her and everything, but that's the, like, that's the kind of love that I have now, you know, that I'm an adult. So it's, it's just like funny because like everything that you're like reading right now is just like, I don't know. I was like 13, maybe. I don't know. Like that's the way that I feel about all this stuff right now. Yeah. So and there's look, that. And look, sometimes it's just a matter of timing. Like you can end up with someone, and I'm not even talking about this instance, just at the exact wrong time in their life, you know? And like, I, well, I don't know that I've ever talked about it on the podcast or much at all, but there was a point when I was in, I guess, my my early 20s when I still lived in New York and I dated a girl and, uh, you know, it was, it was okay. It was fun. But then it was like, oh, she wanted me to hit her. And I'm like, oh no, I'm the, I'm the last guy that you're <laughs> looking to for that. You know, like I, like that, that's just not who I am. Mm. And, you know, she would like try and make me mad so that I'd want to. And I'm like, no, this, this is really the, the worst approach that you could be going for. And, Seemingly very happily married, almost 20 years later, has kids, all that, good for her. But, uh, yeah, it's just sometimes it's like people are just in – sometimes in a dark place and just sometimes just in the wrong place, you know. Um, I think Natasha – and we can say her name, right? I don't see any reason why not. No, yeah. I mean, yeah, it shouldn't be. I mean, I it's not really a secret. Of, yeah, <laughs> I know, but I just, I don't know, just wanted to make sure. Yeah, uh, you know, this was a very different time that she was with this person, yeah. dealing with their past live regressions and whatnot. Clearly, yeah. Uh, so I think that my favorite part right here in this one is what she's about to say that starts the next paragraph. And then it's followed by, like, four more paragraphs. Yeah. I think that's all I need to say. Followed by four more paragraphs. <laughs> I, hope you, I hope you can hear it all in, uh, in all love and know that I'm not angry. I think you and I were bigger than either of us realize. And don't be surprised if you felt strange or dizzy or had chills or weird dreams sometime between 9 and 9.30. Don't be surprised if you feel super powerful, invincible, and strong today. And if none of those things are felt, don't worry about it. You never tell me how you feel, though, so I don't know. I care about you so much, Natasha. I can be to you whatever you want, even if that's absolutely nothing. Well, that's not true. I just <laughs> yeah, because clearly, clearly she can't be that. Like, she is not accepting that. But I won't do that. <laughs> I won't do that. Maybe that's a fact, but I won't do yeah, there you go. It's my my South Park style singing. I think that uh, that's the only way I can sing if I sing like uh, Trey and Matt. Nailed it. Nailed it. Nailed it. I just have no clue what's going on in that beautiful head of yours. You know exactly how I feel about you. I want a chance to connect with you again, just for a little bit as old friends, with no pressure or expectations. We could grab some coffee and catch up. I just want to break the ice and share a few laughs, and if you don't want that, then no worries. Just tell me. You never have to talk to me, and I don't know why. Or you never talk to me, and I don't know why. I crave your opinion as much as you know I crave your body. If you want me to fuck off, please just say so. So basically what she's saying is, 
Eh, come out to the coast. We'll have a few laughs. <laughs> yep. Uh, I, I forgot that I wanted to focus on the uh, don't be surprised if you felt strange or dizzy or had chills or weird dreams somewhere between 9 and 9.30. Yeah. And I'm like, wait a minute. So AM, PM. Exactly. Right. Uh, you know, uh, Greenwich Mean Time. Yeah. You are know? we in Central yeah. Standard so, Mountain like, Time? Where are like, you? You know, I, I mean, look, I could feel dizzy at any point of the day, but I don't think it's because... Uh, just in case she listens, this uh, lovely and uh, you know troubled young woman <laughs> this is lovely thinking, and very well adjusted. Don't come to my house and murder me, young woman. <laughs> right, exactly. Too late. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, Coltrane, is this your kind of crazy? Uh, let's uh, let's discount the fact that she's uh, a lesbian for no, a moment. Bye. She's totally. bi. Oh, okay. So here we go. Uh, Coltrane, uh, is this your kind of crazy, or is this not the kind of crazy that's fun to deal with? I mean, it like it sounds like it's kind of my kind of crazy because there's you, you throw in like the that there was like the drinking problem, and like sort of all this sort of this crazy in there. True. I mean, there's there's some serious crazy in there that I could work with. All right, so we resume uh, the the book of crazy uh, part four chapter fifty three. I know you haven't wanted to contact me, and I'm not sure if my attempts to contact you in the past year were received or welcome or not. Hopefully, you were, they were received in ways that were not problematic for you. It was always just me trying to express myself and my greatest truths to you while leaving room for you to show up as you are and as you wanted, no matter who that was or whether that differed from what I want. This is, uh, well, it's, not, it's nowhere near the end, actually. This is my favorite part, this, uh, this next paragraph. I, I really enjoyed this. <laughs> I left you a birthday present and some cards last November. I couldn't remember your apartment number, but I could remember your parking space, so that's why the form of delivery was what it was. I figured it would land in your hands if that's what was meant to be. I wanted you to have some extra birthday surprises and wanted to authentically make contact with you and express my love and appreciation for you and how much you've impacted my life without imposing on your life, as it seems you've made it abundantly clear that I'm not meant to be a part of it uh, now, and that's okay. I just want not to, okay, by the way. Yeah, Clearly I, not I, I okay. I want to point out that she got into our this, locked This is why garage. I wanted to ask this, yes. Yeah, locked parking garage and left like flowers or some shit by our car yeah and it was just like yeah this is one step away from murder like stalking i yeah I, like waiting for you in the parking garage seriously you know like leaving the present it's yeah i mean it's uh it's like that movie the gift with uh joel egerton and uh katie Jason holmes Bateman. is katie holmes in that movie the gift I don't know. It was back when she no, was I don't able think to it do. Was Katie Holmes. It, it was different. The gift. Okay, <laughs> that one was I think with Craig Kinnear, and it's back when Katie Holmes was able to do Topless before mm. Tom Cruise. I was going to say because she had really nice boobs in that. That's Hashtag a great fact. set of New York boobs. Um, but uh, I think that uh, I don't know actually what the uh, status on uh, Katie Holmes and Topless scenes is now because now she's not with Tom Cruise. Mm. So no, now she's with Jamie Foxx. She can do Topless. Yeah, I think he insists on it. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so uh, we will, uh, I, I believe, well, no, no, actually we're not. We have uh, two more paragraphs in, oh, yeah. in this missive. Uh, I'm not sure what your situation is. I'm not even sure what your feelings and attitudes are surrounding me at this point. But It's I w- not like you've given me any kind of hints what your feelings and <laughs> yeah. attitudes are in ignoring me for how many years has it been at this point, do you think? 
Like, by the like, point she's getting this message? By the point she's getting this message, it's been two, three, four years okay. since they've broken up. I so mean, I have no actually, idea what you're thinking. I should say, I think they broke up five years ago by okay. this point. And this is, that's, these messages are five years after a breakup. Right. Like, and they're not, like, necessarily current, by the way, right some now. Some of them are more current than okay. others. But, but, yeah, like, this has been over time. Um, but they, I mean, we were, we've been getting these as recently as, like, you know, this summer. Oh, okay. Us. Great. Well, so that means that uh, we can really turn this into a, a series instead of just a movie. Yeah. You know? Okay, great. Um, I am not sure what your situation is. I'm not even sure what your... Did I already do this one? Uh, no, because we ended okay. with, and that's okay. And that's I right, said that's it right. is not okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure what your situation is, and I'm not even sure what your feelings and attitudes are surrounding me at this point. But I want you to know that no matter what the answers to those questions are, you're my favorite person. Oof. I feel like a guardian angel in my life, and I send you so much love and light and hope that whatever and whoever you're doing, you're happy and feel free and loved. Whomever, but anyway, that's oh, sorry. okay. No, 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 no. She had it wrong. Oh, okay. It's whomever. Whomever. Yeah, yeah you dumbass. <laughs> but, you know, again, not in a negative sense of the term dumbass, just in case. Yeah, yeah. just in case. Just in case. Um, you know, the regular police should take you away, not the grammar police. Um, <laughs> but I know without a doubt that you had not cut me off completely, uh, that had you not cut me off completely in the manner that you did, I would not have been forced to go through several painful awakenings and initiations that I went through, and I would not be the fierce, badass, psychic warrior woman that I am today, the one who faced all her core issues head on and made out of a potentially damaging situation better than she entered it. The one who walked through hell and kept walking and made it out stronger. Uh, Coltrane, does it seem like she has worked through all of her core issues at this point? The fact that she's writing these messages and sneaking into parking garages? Oh, I mean, I thought you said, I thought he said court. Yeah. <laughs> so I thought that was going on right there. So, uh, no, it doesn't. And I'm just, you know, here's the thing. Like, I'm not entirely sure that I believe in psychics or don't. I mean, I've never met anyone or seen anything that makes me think that they're that they're real, but I haven't I also can't absolutely dismiss them. But I mean, if she's talking about all this like psychic energy and everything, like I mean, I feel like she'd kind of know, but um no, there's no connection there. Like you should you should be able to tell on top of the fact that just in general life you should be able to tell that somebody is not responding to you. You should also be able to tell psychically if you believe that you have a psychic connection to someone. You should kind of know that, like, there's a do not disturb sign up, up there that you, you're not sort of getting through there. Yeah, it, your psychic connection should not have the other end be, new phone, who dis? <laughs> you know, I think that uh, if there's a connection, it'll be like, oh, hello. Um, should we come up with a fake name for this girl? Uh, I don't know if we want to use her real name. Is it better to come up, you know, like like we had the name Gonzo? Yeah, Is it yeah. better to go with a Muppet? Well, I, th I do think it would be fun to make up a fake nickname for her. Okay, well, we can think about it. I don't want to put you on the yeah, spot. Yeah. But, uh, all right. Mm. So, now... Stella Stabby? Uh, we're workshopping it. Stella Stabby, uh, not entirely bad. Caroline Crazy Pants? Uh... <laughs> Uh, Caroline Crazy Pants, I think, uh, Coltrane, you were almost engaged to Caroline Crazy Pants at one point, right? But the pants were a little too crazy. So close. So, so close. So close. Almost had <laughs> We, we know who wore the crazy pants in that relationship. <laughs> we could have had it. Didn't, you, didn't we almost have it all? Uh, all right. So there are a total of three of these messages, or am I, I missing? There are three emails that I sent you. Yeah, yet. okay. 
right. um, so this next one is the one with the response that I have. So with there's a response a re- from response? Natasha. Okay. So it was like we had this long message that we were reading and we were scrolling oh, through it on her phone. Oh, you told me about this yeah. one. Yeah. And I accidentally like thumbs up it because like when you're just trying to hold down on some, something to scroll um, in Facebook, sometimes it like forces you to react to it. So yeah, we didn't even see that until we got to the end of this crazy long message. Right. So sit back and uh, hope you brought your popcorn. Chapter two. Actually, well, this is this is this is uh, Book of Shadows right yeah. here. Yeah. The light of your love <laughs> and my love for you, as well as the pain of it, has single-handedly served as the most influential and carving force of my life. It is the strongest navigational and transformational tool that one could ever hope to ask for, and I've grown into who I am because of it. Now, that's your best reading for this one. That that reading might not have worked for all the other ones, but this is the perfect marriage of that that reading and this content. So, well done. Thank you. Uh, and then this is Natasha's response. Uh, and this was because she had sent the, the massive th- messages Yeah, before the wedding. We were getting close to the wedding. We did the thumbs up and all that stuff. So this is Natasha. Didn't mean to send the thumbs up. I appreciate the kind sentiments, but I feel like I've expressed why I wasn't receptive to your messages on multiple occasions. I'm not trying to make things awkward either, but you have to understand that multi-paragraph confessions of love are exactly what's making things awkward. I'll see you at the wedding. All right. (laughs) Very much matter of fact. I like the end there. See you at the wedding. wedding. (laughs) Yeah. I know. I'm counting it down. It is three weeks, two days, 14 hours, and 13 minutes, and 51 seconds, 50 seconds, 49 seconds. I will see you then. Mm. So um, I don't feel like this is going to go over that well. Yeah. If I had a hunch and you I hadn't read it already. Hunch, you Look at you, Quasimodo. Your hunch is correct. Uh, <laughs> Culture, I like that one. So this is this is her response to Natasha's response. Wow. <laughs> You've always been so warm to other people's feelings. Wish I said nothing. Oh, that makes two of you. That wish she had said nothing. Yeah. Uh, I'm not sure what happened, but there ha- there was a time when you would never be so cold and cutting, dude. What the fuck? What happened to you? No responses ever? Just a cold shoulder and a short cutting response to all this? What the fuck? Love, love, love that she called her dude. Yeah. Love the oh. dude. Um, there's another time. I don't know if it was like a different response or a different something where she called her a cunt. She was like, being such a cunt. She called uh, Natasha. Yeah. Cuckoo Crazy Pants called. <laughs> uh, Coco Nutty Liqueur called Natasha. Cuckoo for Coco Puffs. <laughs> I'm cuckoo for Coco Puffs. Um, <laughs> who, wait, who's that guy? Not is it not Don Knotts? Who's the one who has like oh, that? Oh, Paul Lind. Yeah, yeah. He's uh, uh, welcome to the new Hollywood Squares. <laughs> yeah, he's very big. Uh, let's yeah. And then also Charles Nelson Riley though. Yeah, maybe that's who you're thinking of. Maybe. Yeah, they they were both fixtures on the well the new Hollywood Squares, which is the old Hollywood Squares. The Hollywood Squares that I enjoyed is the one that would have Alf. That's the <laughs> era that I was all in on the Hollywood Squares. I would have watched that Hollywood Square. Um. Just that one square? Just that Just one like, square. What's, 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 what's Alf up with Alf? Is he eating any cats? You know he has. You know that dude munches puss. hey All right, back to, <laughs> back to munching. Back to munching. So from, this Do you is, think Natasha's going to listen to this? No. Okay, good. <laughs> this is from... Um, this is from a time later, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is from 
Getting closer to the wedding, though. This is not after the wedding. This, uh, this yeah, one this is starts before. I wanted yeah. to. Yeah, okay. I wanted to come to some kind of understanding and connection before oh, the wedding. I could have read and had the answer. I'm sorry. <laughs> Maybe even make it to friends so that the. Oh, I'm sorry. Maybe even make it to friends so that the night is more fun. Oh, okay. I'll be there for you, and you're anyway. there for me too. In. <laughs> In your garage, and watching you park your car. I'll be there for you from afar. (laughs) How great would that uh, friends intro be? It's like all the friends, and then like zooms into the person, like the the I know what you did last summer, like hoodie wearing, (laughs) hook handed guy in the background, just like clapping. And uh, he takes off the mask, and it's Gunther. Because why couldn't I just be a friend? Yeah, exactly. And now Gunther has a cool like uh, Tommy Wiseau accent. Why couldn't we just be friends, guy? <laughs> oh, hi, Mark. Oh, hi, Mark. Want to be friends? Oh, hi, friend. Oh, hi, doggy. Oh, hi, friends. Oh, hi, Chandler. <laughs> anyway. Sorry. Uh, okay. Wanted to come to an understanding. Uh, maybe even make it a friend. Again, it's obvious that doesn't matter to you. But if you still actually had a heart and some guts, you'd be able to grant me that. Why exactly? You know what I mean? Like, why would she be able to grant that? She doesn't want to be with you, yeah. and you're not making your case any stronger here. Wouldn't guts be standing up to somebody who sends you insane, like, uh, fatal attraction level messages and telling them, like, please stop? Please yeah, stop doing somebody that. Somebody who is stalking my parking spot, I don't want using the word guts. Yeah. You know? <laughs> like, I was just like, wait, wait, why are you thinking about what's inside of me and how you could possibly, you know, cut and get them to be removed? Yeah, she, I mean, she might have redacted the word vivisection from. <laughs> this but who knows um, uh, you've managed to completely shut me out well, well, I, you skipped a, a oh, good I, no no it's a good point what's really the problem <laughs> what's really the problem oh I don't know it's you <laughs> what could possibly see that's the other best part if this was like me and and the person I was writing these messages to was five feet tall and a hundred pounds I'd be locked in prison I'd be locked in prison for being really a dangerous threat to that person's life. It's a great point. If 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 a guy is sending this to a a, a female, uh, the police probably have this already. Yeah, you know. Uh, Well, do do you feel like Natasha doesn't want to go that route? I don't. I don't think it needs to go that route. Partly because maybe it's overconfidence on my part, but I'm just kind of like, yeah, I could probably like punch you once and kill you. Right, but what if she gets the drop on you? What if she's? That's a good point. What if she's but like? I'm dead, and it's what not if she's my like Mary slash Walker from Iron Fist? See, that's she fine. She could get though. the drop She'll on Iron Fist. Out. She'll take me out quick, and then I don't have to worry about it. Then <laughs> that's Natasha's problem. <laughs> <laughs> now you better hope she doesn't listen. <laughs> really better hope. Anyway, all right. Uh, you have managed to completely shut me out. All I'm doing and have ever done is try, or and have ever tried to do, is hold out a light to connect with you again. I feel like you don't hear me or see me. You hear or see what you want to see, and that I'm just some person from your past who doesn't exist to you anymore. You have repeatedly, knowingly hurt the heart that loves you the most, and you'll see it all too clearly one day. By then, there will be no bridge. Um, what bridge? What bridge? Is she going to blow up a bridge? Should we let the authorities know? Is Natasha supposed to be in Terabithia? (laughs) 
These are all great questions, but... Uh... But what really is the bridge? Uh, please don't bother communicating with me at all at the wedding. It will be absolute hell to be forced to share the space with you. And I look forward to my new game plan, which is staying the hell away from whatever heartless, bitchy, uninspired human you've become. And I can't wait to watch your big, clueless lapdog gaze lovingly at you all night, knowing one day you'll put him through what you put me through, even if it's a messy divorce. So I think I'm the lapdog. Yeah. Well, I I, I did want to yeah, pick that up. Yeah. I did want to call attention to the fact that you are indeed Captain Lapdog. Yeah. First of on all, Twitter at Jeff DeRay. Why are you complimenting me when you're trying to tear me down? Everyone knows I love dogs, so being compared <laughs> to one is only going to make me feel good. That's uh, that's a fair point. All right. So this continues uh, leading up to the wedding. Uh, two more paragraphs. Yeah. May your karma for all this be instant, swift, and as deep and as lasting and as what? She didn't finish that. And by the fucking way, ask any therapist, my love, your lack of responses and the... Oh, this is... Sorry, sorry. I have to really break this down because I'm like, this part, A, has to be completely false because if you showed a therapist this... This? They'd, yeah. They'd yeah. probably be like, yeah, you're a danger to others. I have to report you. So I'm going to go ahead and write you a script for Thorazine. Um, <laughs> you can fill it anywhere. Just go ahead and make sure you take it. Thanks. Here's some lithium. It's not just a song by Nirvana. <laughs> Okay. Uh, and by the fucking way, ask any therapist, my love, your lack of responses and the very short, few short unexplained texts that you did send in the course of the past three fucking years were not real or tangible responses. Not in the fucking least. Given the emotional and physical and spiritual bond that we formed, whether you admit it or not, repeatedly, I've been told by multiple people. That what you put me through is and was, quote, emotional abuse, end quote. Literally straight out of the dictionary. I don't think the dictionary has two-word definitions, yeah. but we'll just go past that. That's I all right. mean, but also, and this is something that Natasha and I had a discussion, discuss, discussion on. Discussion. Who the fuck is on your side with this who who's like yeah and then i write this person that i broke up with five years ago like these long multi-paragraph messages about like our my unrequited love for her and about how i'm like stalking her and how she should be with me um and then she doesn't respond like how abusive is that <laughs> yeah she's like, like whoa girl you better get out of that one-sided relationship she's not writing back to me because she's scared i mean what the fuck what yeah. does she think How i'm gonna abusive. do abusive uh and the next paragraph starts with straight up tosh yeah. which disappoints me because i thought she was saying straight up trash <laughs> and then i read it more closely and i was like oh no, i really wanted her to call her straight up trash i know straight up trash tosh trash tosh trash tosh point oh tosh point oh Straight up Tash, the only reason your abuse hasn't been a deal breaker for me up to this point and didn't prevent me from... I'm sorry, it's just hard not yeah, to laugh when you're reading abuse. that. Sorry that your abusive non-responses hasn't been a deal breaker for me up to this point and didn't prevent me from continuously trying to reach out to you uh, is because of what I happen to know about us. That the connection between us is spiritually significant. But I also know that other people who discover these kinds of blueprinted relationship experiences the exact same problems and in various varying degrees of time. And it's not my fucking job to clue you in to how to be a decent human being. 
But what is her job in all of this? Isn't it to have gone away at it's some a, point? Yeah, it's a full-time job to stalk somebody, obviously. So, And um, without getting too specific, does she live locally? I mean, was it easy for her to show up at that parking garage? Uh, my, I think she may have moved back towards uh, L.A. area, but she was living in San Francisco for a while. Were there less communications when she was... Uh, that's a, that's a good question. Because uh, Coltrane, you know this, absence maketh the heart go crazier, right? Uh, there's definitely uh, <laughs> some elements of that, yes. <laughs> yeah, I figured I figured you'd back me up Her on that. whole move to San Francisco, I think, was somewhat built around this breakup. And it was also one of Natasha's like good friends from growing up. And this girl went off and started a production company together. Um, because they were this all... This girl has a production company? <laughs> Yeah, a very fledgling one. Okay, well, you'll um, have to... Off-air, we'll have to uh, I make don't, sure... I, I don't even know the name, oh, okay. if you're wondering it. Um, it's basically one of those situations where... My, this is the, the, the understanding I have. This, The writer of these messages babysat or, like, nannied for a rich family, and then, like, the father of that family was like, sure, I will help support you making a production company or some shit. And then they made some, like, bullshit, like... Short film me type projects of their own, and I don't think anything's come of it. It's one of those things where it's like, oh, you have a production company and you've made projects for no money that have been submitted to nothing and are yeah. nowhere. Cool. Hey, I used to have a production company, so that'll tell you that everybody can have a, ta- a production company mm-hmm. if they're so inclined. I wonder if Will has a production company. He should. You know, I, I don't know what he would call it, but uh, Coltrane, if you had a production company, do you have a do you have a name in mind uh, for you know what would speak to who Coltrane is? The Wiltorage? Oh, the Wiltorage. You know, I wonder if by now we're able to talk about it. We have to have Will here. But, you know, he did book a, a, a gig on a, a fairly well-known network show. It's called Krusty the Clown Hour. No, it's an actual show. So hopefully we're able to talk about that. And uh, Coltrane, uh, you know, you, Jeff's sort of a, 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 a new member on the periphery of the Wiltorage. You and I have been in on this, what, like seven eight years at this point something like that yeah yeah we're we're all in on the wilt garage is there ever a moment where we think that maybe we should have gotten on the nicole garage or does that just sound like a terrible idea is that is that is that is that disloyal to our friend i mean listen love will mean it but I gotta be honest. I was watching her in the bra commercials, and I'm just saying they were kind of nice. That's all I'm saying. I always saw the one where she was a flight attendant, and she had to put like some foot cream on, and um, you know, enjoyed it more than the bra commercials. But uh, I, uh, I did not see that one, so I'm unfamiliar. It but, was on but the bra commercials. Yeah, I, I think I sent those to uh, Liev. <laughs> and he's like, already got him. The interesting <laughs> thing is those foot commercials I would see at the gym, which is the same gym that Will goes to. And I'm like, like, I would see them a lot. And, uh, you know, for the three days a week that I go, I would see them, you know, once. So whatever. But, hey, you know, we do what we can. Uh, so I'm like, Will must have seen them. But, Jeff, you are hardcore hashtag Team Will because you're not her friend on Instagram. No. Just I, gone. I, I dumped her shit uh, on socials after they broke up because I was basically like, well, I know who I'm friends with. Yeah. And this is – look, I don't want to talk too much smack about Will's wife. No, no, him, no. Or ex-wife, I should say, obviously. Um, but like when they were when they were together, 
I was always like, oh, she's nice. But I always, it was always one of those things where it's like, I was cool with her. I had no like yeah. ill will towards her. But there was always just one of those things in the back of your head where you're just kind of like, mm, you're, something's up with you. You know, like there's a little, not like I really had an inkling of what all was going on as, as it was like kind of told to us later. But I always just was kind of like, you don't really want to be my friend, which I, but you're trying really hard to pretend that you do. And I'm just yeah. kind of like one of those people who's like, as soon as you start pulling some shit like that, I'm just like, oh, no, 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 no. Yeah, let's... I would, I would just like to point out, just a, in a quick little side note here, I uh, actually publicly made statements before, which, yeah, they were sort of in, in, like, humor and everything, but I brought them up, and then, like, it turned into, like, what are you talking about? What are you talking about? And I was like, ah, nothing, nothing, ah. No, they're, they're But I'm may- just saying, publicly, I made these statements before I knew anything. You know. Anything, anything. So uh, I'm just saying, I of, was there. Of all people, I so think. So he's just saying it was his fault. <laughs> yeah, Coltrane, you did it. You put the, uh, you, you poisoned the You well. planted the seed. Uh, I would say that, uh, you know, I think. Uh, Liev's ex had a pretty good read on her pretty early on. And we were like, what? No, she's nice. But, you know, uh, I, I guess that, uh, you know, and look, this isn't really about her. This is a, this is about Natasha's ex. But uh, I, it, it, makes me, it makes me so sad just because Will is, I don't, I don't know that I've ever met a nicer person than Will Sterling, you know? That's fair. I mean, there are fictional characters that I'm just like, again, Danny Rand, one of the, like, the nicest fictional characters. That's the Iron Fist for Coltrane. Just want you to know what I'm talking about. I'm like, he's okay. so nice. Why would anybody do anything bad to him? Mm-hmm. But, and you're like, Will, he's just like, he's so nice. And he's just like, I just want to be nice. I got my big dog, you know? I'm getting swole, mm-hmm. you know? Which, you know, that's good for Liev. But I don't know. So, <laughs> look, I just want Will... To be happy. Is it? Is that so wrong? No, that's so right. And that's probably why you, like all of us, would suggest that he doesn't go on 10 a.m. dates. Yeah. <laughs> Wait. Boy, that sure didn't turn out the way any of us thought. <laughs> yeah, we have no idea as we record this. On <laughs> but anyway. Um, yeah, but yeah. I, listen, what I said was very evergreen. Yeah. No, no, I know. And I, and I, I thought it was – I could have just rolled with it or I could have done what I did uh, because it makes me laugh. But, yeah, I, I think that uh, – you know what? At the very least, Will should be going on Nooners. You know, not 10 a.m. <laughs> he should definitely be going on Nooners. Well, he's he needs the two-hour buildup before the afternoon delight. Mm, that's a great point. All right. Well, we'll we'll, we'll see how it all shakes out mm-hmm. one way. Speaking of how things shake out, we have our final chapter. The final epilogue. This. And by the way, acting like you don't give a fuck about me, <laughs> refusing to let yourself give a fuck about me. <laughs> that just got confusing yeah. real quick. This gets this gets some great language in this one. This is still before the wedding. Uh, I got. I would guess so. So. Uh, oh no 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 no! This might this might be no after no. The it wedding. says yeah, you'll see me at the wedding, but I will not be seeing you. Sorry uh, to give that spoiler. You're right. But, you're yeah. right. You're right. But the twin flame thing that comes in, that was yeah. like a whole thing that we got after the wedding where she's like sending YouTube videos for like spiritual counselors that are like an hour long. Of like, just watch this video to learn about how we're twin flames intertwined. Mm. Yeah. But this is uh, this is the coup de grace, as it were. Yeah. And by the way, acting like you don't give a fuck about me, refusing to let yourself give a fuck about me, and not having enough emotional availability and decency to wish me a happy birthday once in four years 
yet and having enough wherewithal to happily wish Cisco a super merry happy birthday. Wait, you, like the guy who did the thong song? Yes. I was going to say, he came with the thong song. Thong, 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 Cool, great reference. Well done. You know, I don't really like this girl, but I love that. I love dropping the thong song in there. <laughs> um, so for that minor context, Cisco is like a friend of Natasha's oh, that okay. I'm like, I don't even, I mean, maybe they knew, obviously they must know him in common also, but it's like, it's not like it's some, one of their friends from back home, I, I wouldn't think. I don't know. It's just fucking weird. Anyways, I love that it's Cisco. That's all Cisco, I like. Cisco, do you know uh, what that makes you? An absolute fucking cunt. Truly the bitchiest of all cunts. That's you. So there was the C words that I was There's talking about earlier. There's a double C words there on, on subsequent <laughs> lines. Truly the bitchiest of all cunts. That's you. And that's a girl saying it to another girl. So you know they really mean it. That's not in like the British cunt. Yeah, no, no, that's not like you and McGregor telling you that you're the you're you're an absolute cunt. Yeah, it's like this new What have you seen? Did you? What was that? The um. The guy he's fighting. Yeah, the guy he's fighting now. It's like Nermagedov or something. No, I have not seen that. So there was the incident on the bus where he like threw shit at a bus and Mm -hmm. glass got on people and they had to go hospital. That was this dude um, uh, and some of his team. And now they're going to have their own UFC fight. And so they just had the press conference, and McGregor so I said, you, I said you and McGregor, not Conor McGregor. Yeah, Conor McGregor. So, but that threw me off. I'm like, what? I was talking about you and McGregor. I'm talking about Obi Wan Kenobi. I was talking about Conor McGregor. Wait, the, you know what? This is how we can bring this all together. What about Obi Wan standalone movie? It's been talked about. Conor McGregor as Obi Wan. Obi Wan. That that would be an interesting movie because it'd be like the opposite of Obi Wan. Money Mayweather as Darth Maul. I could see that. All right. Hey, look, I'm just trying to... He's running a, a very rich syndicate, so honestly, yeah. he's got money. Look, there, there's money, all this talk... Money mall weather? <laughs> oh, there's all this talk about slowing down the Star Wars universe. I'm trying to I'm trying to put some life into it, you know? Yeah. All right. So uh, as as we uh, wind down the bitchiest of all cons. Bitchiest of all cons, that's you. Too bad you're my twin flame, and that just means I have more work to do while you figure out how... Other people control you, your life, and your emotions. Is that pointed at you? Do you th- mm. Does she think that you have like a you have like a, a Bhagwan Sri Rajneesh sort of spell over her? Uh, she, yes, she's correct about that. Yeah, um, obviously, there's a cult. She's usually yeah. in a red robe. Uh-huh. Yeah. And I, my rule is that I get to have sex with all our parishioners. That's <laughs> that's how it works. Coltrane, sounds like... Yes, I'm not joining that one. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, no. Hater. Yeah. Yeah. But good good for Jeff to, to have this sort of arrangement. All right. Mm-hmm. All the male uh, applicants get 23-inch dildos up. <laughs> oh, callback. Hey, now. Callback. Circle back. Uh, twin flame or not, this bridge is officially burning. Yay for I'm you. Burning, I'm burning, so, I'm I mean, burning for you. What? But if your flames, shouldn't it be burning? Yeah, yeah. I, I believe it was the Bengals who said, uh, "Is it burning an eternal flame?" Mm. You know, and I, I think that that is really something she should have invoked here—the poetry of Susanna Hoffs. I think you're right. Or one of the other ladies who were in the Bengals. I can't think of any other name. <laughs> uh, didn't Prince write their like most famous song for them? Uh, Manic Monday is yeah. a Prince song. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, uh, I would say "Walk Like an Egyptian" might be their you most famous song, right. but uh, and Prince is like, "I didn't fucking write that." <laughs> right, "Walk Like an Egyptian"? Are you fucking kidding me? He's like, "I don't need to walk but, like an Egyptian." And it's funny though because I found that out a few years ago, and when you, just listen to "Manic Monday," and you're like, you can almost hear like Prince's demo, like just you can imagine like, oh, it would have sounded exactly like this. Yeah, you know, like there's there's like a demo of him doing "Nothing Compares to You" before Sinead O'Connor. Mm. Hey, Prince has been gone for a while. Yeah. Uh-huh. Why don't we reboot Prince? Yeah. You know, can we get another Prince out there? An, uh, the artist formerly living as Prince. <laughs> uh, now, I, see, that's a movie. <laughs> that is a movie. I saw a, uh, I think it was a car commercial with Let's Go Crazy. And you're like, oh, see what happens when you don't have a will? <laughs> like something that you never would have done when you were live, Prince. Uh, and also, like they're just emptying out the vaults, like like all this <laughs> oh piece of crap music no, that he I'm had. I'm just imagining them, like literally, with his body, like as a as a a puppet on strings, like Pinocchio, just like dancing him around the stage. What about more Weekend at Bernie's? Do you think that that <laughs> yeah, might work a little bit better? Yeah. yeah, so that would go. And you but can it's have like you a marionette have, version yeah, of Weekend. Jerome from the time could be a marionette, but mm. uh, Prince would be Weekend at Bernie's. <laughs> Anyway, I think we might have gotten away from what we were actually talking about here. Uh, That's what editing's all about. Yeah, we're, we're just breaking the tension because this is just increasing Col- and crazy. Culture, and you clearly don't listen back to episodes of the podcast because w- what's editing? <laughs> what's True an story. edit? True, True story. story. Uh, twin flame or not, this bridge is officially burning. Yay for you, so stay the fuck away from me at the wedding. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Message received <laughs> yeah. by one of us. I yeah. can receive that message. N- not a hard thing for us to do. Yeah. Why do you think it's impossible for our connection to graduate to a solid friendship? Why are you so afraid of being in any kind of contact with me that you've never really to let the iron wall down even for a moment? Uh, one word repeated twice. Cuckoo. <laughs> That's the reason. Why is it so impossible to give me the benefit of the doubt that I can handle you as you are? That my love confessions were for me to get it off my chest and be authentic, not to get anything from you. Why has your heart turned into ice? That just hardens ever more to me. You might not know, but I do. Um, I You're just as cold it. as ice. You're willing to sacrifice our love. Mm. <laughs> Chopping broccoli. Exactly. Uh, yeah, so just just a point on that. She's saying that she doesn't want anything back immediately after she just said, like, you fucking cunty cunt for not responding to you me. Cunty how dare you cunty Yeah, like, how, how dare you not you? respond? How cunt of you not to respond to me? I didn't want anything from you. All right, wait, we're, we're two cunts away from our cunt quota. Oh, wait, I used them both. Fuck. All right. We've got to use fuck now. We're, we're, all out of count, we're all out of cunts, which is my favorite Air Supply song. I'm all out of cunts. I'm all lost without you. I knew you were right. All right, anyway. I don't know why this week is when I've decided that I'm going to sing all these songs that are completely out of my range without karaoke. I like it. I like that we're going for it this episode. Yeah, you know, this is... Uh, this this is when we we just demolish everything in our path. <laughs> All right, and this applies to you too, Christian. You're dead to me now. <laughs> God damn it! So in that way, I'm glad I reached out after finding that stupid camera. All right, explain that. Uh, I'm guessing she found. I think this, it was a camera that she found from when they were traveling Europe. So or like somewhere. A dis- one of those disposable. Cameras, it might have been maybe? a disposable yeah. or a digital with just like a bunch of pictures from when they were traveling from before. Okay, so. 
because they did like um, they did woofing in uh, Ireland, which is like world. What is that? It's like World Organization of Organic Farms. So oh. it's like they literally you you kind of okay. like yeah, it's yeah thank you I'm glad Coltrane said it you yeah. basically like go to farms and you help f- farm for food and uh, for like room and board type thing so it's a way to travel around Europe and like pay for your places to stay and stuff by doing some work let me uh, try and get a sense for where you and Natasha are at right now if she said to you tomorrow that like I, I really need to do more woofing I'd um, be like go ahead have fun <laughs> <laughs> right. I just I felt like yeah, the only woofing I want is from uh, wait, spaghetti. spaghetti yeah I was like wait it's not meatball yeah spaghetti Louise spaghetti Louise okay she's the bee's knees um yeah you're dead to me now I already said that you did but did stupid she camera. say it again? No. The, the stupid ca- I, uh, and then because this ended up being a win-win for everyone, didn't it? What? What? If I won, if Natasha had won, the, she wouldn't be getting these messages. Yeah. Uh, I no longer believe in you, and I will no longer defend or send love to you. That's not true. Thank she continues you, yeah. to send but, these. But thank you for saying it, but then in actuality, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Coltrane, that seems like that's right up there with the, you will never find anyone like me again. And the proper response to that is always, good. So this right. this you know? next line is where definitely cops could have been called. Okay. Yeah, you'll see me at the wedding, but I will not see you. Just the distorted corpse of a person I once knew. Ah, uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's yeah, like that's a, a that's a subtle threat. Yeah, that's uh that could be seen that way. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, I think with the with the length of messages and the oh. un- lack of response, you could definitely get somebody charged with. By the way, I realize now that this email has a follow up after the wedding uh, email uh, that I didn't realize we were getting. Ah, so it's yeah. The, yeah, the hey stranger. I see. Yeah, it. yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so uh, let's, so let's let's wrap up these. Let's two wrap per- up the pre- the previous the wedding, and then we'll we'll get our feelings, and then we'll find out what happened afterwards. Natasha, I feel very vulnerable in your presence. I don't want to be mean or feel angry and hostile towards you. Your words cut me to the quick. Uh, cut me to the quick. Uh, okay, I think that meant. It, that is a phrase. No, cut me. Cut to the quick is is a phrase. Cut uh, me to the quick more yeah. than you realize. I think so. I don't know that she used it correctly, but that is a turn of phrase for sure. All right, all right. Yeah. she cut her. To the quick, yeah. Uh, the Nestle quick. I've Who needs the quickie mart? I do. Yeah, you know, see, this is the review that I'm gonna Thank do. You. Wow. I'm do cabaret night. I like right? it. Yeah. Over at Vitello's. This is like the letters, the musical. <laughs> <laughs> Who keeps Martians under wraps? We do. We do. Stonecutters. Oh yeah. yeah. Thank you. All right. <laughs> your your words stone cutter me to the quick. <laughs> I've done everything I can to force myself on you, not to feel so much love for you. That last part was an interjection by me. Because I think it's what you want, or I think it's, or I think I don't deserve you, or I think I must be crazy. Ding, 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 yep, circle gets a square. Because of how consistently disrespectful, dismissive, unresponsive, secretive slash inauthentic, and mean you've been to me and my heart since that. Day. I don't know which day. The, probably the last day. Yeah. Probably. When everyone has, uh, when everyone who has eyes to see knows that a simple heart to heart or face to face conversation with the newest version of you would bring so much relief and momentum for me to move forward and feel complete here. We go with the snaps for like the old uh, beat poets. We get a little snap there. Uh, That'd be great. That's the one thing that this could have used with some bongos. 
culturing, if you're receiving these uh, messages, and let's just say, you know, we'll amp it up a little bit, on yellow-lined legal paper written in crayon, what would you do with these letters? Would you turn them over to some kind of authorities? Would you move? Uh, would you, I, I don't know, would you, well, what would you do? I mean, I, you know, <laughs> interestingly enough, uh, I did have, uh, I did have sort of a situation that was. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah. That but was, you would, that was but similar. With um, this amount of mail, uh, is it comparable to what was involved in your situation? I mean, it wasn't done through mail. Oh, I so see. It, it's, so that makes it different. But, yeah. Um, yeah. So it, the. The thing about it is um, I did actually try to get a restraining order against this person. And this is where, again, it's the, it's the lack of equality uh, plays out because me being a guy, I could not get a restraining order against her, but she could have gotten one against me. I mean, she, she wanted to see me, so that wouldn't have happened. But right. I did actually go and try to get a restraining order and was told, ah, yeah. Unless she physically attacks you, we really can't do anything for you. I was like, wow, that makes me feel lots, uh, lots better. Yeah, there's no and, way that that makes you feel much better. Yeah. Hmm. And uh, I did move. Uh, I did change my number. Uh, I did change my name. So I actually did pretty much everything that I could do. So Yeah, little known fact, your name used to be Cunty McCunterson, but yeah. now you've changed it to a much better name. <laughs> True story. True story. <laughs> True story. His name used to be Ken Watanabe. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but there was so much confusion. Uh, really and and so that, yeah, so that situation I have, is... I have gone through something, yeah. eh, you know, similar. Comparable. And that situation is way in the rearview mirror, right? It's like a number of years behind you, or am I... Yes. Or should, okay. uh, it, yes, it is. I mean, it's one of those things that it does, it does sort of alter how you move forward in life. So I'm not going to say that it... That it you know, like I'm as over it as I can be now, but it definitely alters. It altered a lot of how I how I deal with people and like how I deal with new people and stuff. So that's always that's always been there. But yeah, I I, I have gone through something like this, and you know, crazy like that is uh, you know can be nerve wracking. Yeah, absolutely. But uh, so obviously there's some identification, you know, you're able to relate it on some level, which makes sense. Now, what we have here is the old cop shows from the 70s, the Quinn Martin productions. The episode would end and then there'd be epilogue on Canon or Mannix or I think Quincy, any of those shows. So here we have epilogue from the tales of Cray Cray. Mm-hmm. And it starts a little something. Like this. Hey, stranger. Whoa. <laughs> Wait a minute. Watto is reading this? Yep. Okay. You look like an answer. You looked absolutely stunning last night, eh? <laughs> Jeff seems like a real nice guy. I'm happy for you, too. Ask him if he wants to buy some droids. <laughs> I've got a lot of droids here yeah. in my shop. I've got a lot of droids, eh? <laughs> Sorry. Okay. I hear you nothing but you can't come in. <laughs> it's true. I was doing more of Cheech Martin. That's all right. <laughs> although, no, man. Dave. Dave's not here, here, man. Although I would uh, have loved to see you dancing more and smiling more, but uh, I can see the way. I don't know what that's turning into. I, 
Oh, I can see the way well, you care for him, eh? It's like Can- it's like the typical Canadian. You can totally care for him, eh? But it's, I can see the it's way a you beauty, care eh? for him, eh? It's it's beautiful. Uh, it was special for me, eh, uh, to see your gorgeous face and your piercing blue eyes again, eh? But uh, <laughs> if it was from, a, but even if it was from afar, thank you for not saying anything hurtful. Uh, I hope you had a wonderful night and continue to have a fabulous weekend. Uh, thank you for not saying anything hurtful from the girl who called you like a cuntiest cunt yeah. that ever cunted. The way that we made sure not to say anything hurtful was to keep a 50-meter distance between us and her the whole time. We, like, avoided her like the plague, like, moved to the other side of yeah. the entire thing every time she would get closer. And, you know, the I hope you had a wonderful night and continue a fabulous weekend. And mm-hmm. that's really the moment where it's like, all right, people... Wrap it up. Nothing to see here. Let's start. And then all of a sudden, uh-oh, there's yeah. more. So then this was like, a, this wasn't in that same message. This was right, like this after a... when she like couldn't control herself. Oh, fuck. Honestly, how do I get a chance to see you again oh, on one, even just for a second? One-on-one. Uh, you don't know how much I feel you and feel for you. I don't want to hurt or change you. I just want to see you for a moment. Maybe hold you for a few seconds. Just get a moment where we can step out of these timelines that we're in and maybe hug each other. So they apparently have access to the speed force. The, well, it's either the speed force or possibly she is piloting around a TARDIS and Ooh. they are dealing with a variety of timelines. That's that's true. Yeah. The, the, this is like if you know the the doctor meets River Song on the day she dies, and um, she uh, stabs him on that day. <laughs> <laughs> and stabby stab stab. Yeah, I adore and love you in ways I don't adore and love anyone else. Oh, thanks, Jeff. Oh, that was in the sorry, oh, yeah, sorry, <laughs> awkward. awkward. So I know I was looking right. You in were your looking eyes. right at me. Yeah. <sighs> And I want you so badly. Oh, nope, still nope, reading. Nope, still, still reading. reading. Still reading. In ways that I don't ever want anybody else. Not reading right now. <laughs> <laughs> and you know that's not for lack of trying. You know that if I could, I would snap my fingers like Thanos and change this, even if it was just so I could leave you alone to be happy and not bother you. But I just love you so much. I love seeing you. You have no idea how long I'd been waiting just to see your eyes. Except now I can't get them out of my mind. Fast forward to a uh, clear plastic box in this girl's apartment. Yeah. And Natasha's eyes are sitting in Have them. you ever seen the movie Jeepers Creepers? I have not. I've heard of it, but I haven't seen it. Uh, at the end... Justin Long gets his eyes ripped out of his head. Yikes. And Poor Justin that's Long. probably Natasha's fate. Mm. No, no, no. That won't happen here. Uh, we're going to end on that note. <laughs> uh, all right, Coltrane, we've, we've gotten your take a number of times here. Uh, you know, just seeing her again wasn't enough. Um, if you, if, say, Natasha was asking for your advice on how to deal with this. Would it be to continue handling it the way she has, or is there maybe more that ought to be done? I mean, it, it's like, look, in my situation, I it got to a point where it's like everything, you just you just feel like, yeah, it's all right, I can handle it, I can handle it, I can handle it, and then you just sort of realize, okay, maybe I can't. So I would like, I would suggest something. However, the only thing that I would say is at least there is, like, we're doing this sort of comically, but at least there's, like, you are sort of putting it out there. Like, 
you always want to have records of these sorts of things because it's always it is always very important. You don't it's like you don't think of it as that big a deal, and it's just like eh, it can get there. So I mean, I would do something, but at the same time, it is all like the best the best thing to do is just to like not do anything, like not not respond, not do like anything like that. Just because you there's because anything you do becomes like inspiration it's like oh see ha i got your attention yeah you want to you want to avoid that sort of at all costs the uh, ill-timed thumbs up on facebook messenger was uh definitely you know it's the sort of thing i worry about you know when you send an email to the wrong person you know i've only ever done it once and it wasn't it wasn't real bad what I said about the person that I was talking about, but I definitely was referring to someone that shouldn't have been on the email. You know, there's there's definitely moments where you're just like, oh, no, engaging with this person. And being at that wedding, that must have been. And that's a little while ago now, right? Yeah, it was like June, I want okay. maybe, maybe before that even. But, yeah, it was it was awkward, but it was, it was fine. It was more build up than actual anything happening there because it's just you see all those messages and you're just like okay what kind of fucking shit show are you gonna you know what kind of massive scene are you gonna make in person but apparently she had enough wherewithal or something to not do that so well i think you realize that you're gonna run afoul of the friends whose wedding it is it's yeah and she was in the she was in the bridal party and natasha was not no okay so this girl's in the bridal party but uh natasha didn't uh didn't pass the the mustard like the thing is like this girl seems to like be clinging on to their formerly mutual friends in like an attempt to still stay relevant but natasha is like doesn't stay as close with those friends so it doesn't work so as we wind down here it's been a little while since there's been any contact or she like periodically sends she, links like about she might have sent something twin flame therapy semi recently but I, I can't remember the last one but yeah the last bunch were were all these links to this like twin flame shit and it's like the whole expl- the whole explanation for that is crazy it's literally like yeah, this whole thing explains why often in these twin flame relationships, one person has to go away because the other person is like, you know, dealing with their this and their amount. And it's basically like, oh, so there's some weird um, justification you see parallels in yourself of where like other people break up because one person's a sack of shit and then eventually come back together or something. Like, that's not going to happen. Like, I just don't understand. I feel like this is, this is that obsessive like oh you came up with this narrative in your head when you were younger like in college that oh this is who i'm gonna be with and instead of realizing that that was just like your lack of experience telling you that something exciting was going to be more permanent you treat it like no i was right then and i will make sure that i was right by making the rest of my like life about the realization of this love story that i created in my head so uh, as we uh, wind things down, Coltrane, was this uh, an enjoyable way to uh, spend an hour or uh, a little uh, a little chilling? Or uh, wh- what's your takeaway from all this? I mean, listen, uh, I love, like, hearing about all this stuff. This stuff is, you know, it, I, I find catharsis in it. It is, uh, it is interesting to see, like, how, I don't know, eh, how crazy operates, but it's, you know, it's just like there's just different elements of it that I find 
interesting. So I've enjoyed the I've enjoyed the whole thing. Sa- uh, same here. Just wanted to make sure because obviously I'm reading them, and I suppose I could have sent them to you, but I felt like. Jeff did such a good job giving us the audible.com version of uh, these, which, you know, will be available for download very soon. Uh, so keep an eye out for them. Uh, let us know, Black Cast Nation, what you thought of, uh, of, of well, story time with uh, Uncle Jeff. Uh, and you can uh, let us know uh, at Blackcast on Twitter, The Blackcast on Facebook, and, of course, we always have Blackcast.com, B-L-A-D-T-C-A-S-T. Me, I'm at Christian DMZ on the Twitter and the Instagram. Oh, and Facebook. I'm also Christian DMZ on Facebook. Look at that. And Coltrane, uh, as we're talking now, 167 followers. I think you're just you're just all up in the 90 Day Fiance back and forth. You don't need any more followers, right? You just need you just need to engage in 90 Day Fiance Nation. I mean, pretty much, yeah. 90 Day Fiance is just it's thoroughly entertaining. I really enjoy it. Well, I traded messages with you that I heard clips from this show uh, on uh, Jim Norton and Sam Roberts' show on Sirius XM, and uh, it was pretty amazing. It was about a guy. You'll enjoy part of this, Jeff. He uh, meets a girl in Colombia, so obviously super hot. He's a little bit of a chubby guy, and he is trading messages with her. He sends her money. Red flag right there. <laughs> He's sending people money. And... When he she tell- sends him drugs. She doesn't send him anything. Uh, just uh, talk to the hand. And basically, not in the good way, but she basically, uh, he tells her that he's going to go there and he wants to spend time with her because he wants to propose to her. And then the girl doesn't write to him for a few days. And then when she finally does, it's like, you know, I got a lot of homework to do because she's in college. It's not like she's like 14 or at least, uh, at least that's the, that's the way I understand it. Coltrane, I mean, listen, uh, I'm just saying like... <laughs> Look young. I mean, she did have big fake boobs, but she she looked young. Okay, okay. fair enough. She had homework. I got a lot of social studies homework. <laughs> I got so much to do. We've got the prom committee. I just don't have time for you. And so, I mean, wait. In fairness, uh, guys, as we all know with strippers, because this is the way that things work. I'm. She's a nursing student. She said she was a nurse. Oh, that's right. Uh-huh. And what's this guy's yeah, name? That out there. What's this guy's name? Ricky. This is guy's Ricky. Okay, so Jorge is somebody I mean, else. Ricky Martin. Yeah. yeah. Jorge's a different guy, right. and it's actually it's actually George, but it's it's spelled Jorge. Oh, but I gotcha. The story is actually the story about Ricky is even a little bit better because the whole time that he was like he was he met her on like Colombian Cupid, and like they were sending back messages, and he was sending her money, and essentially like he said that he was going to go down there to see her. And, like, right, like, I don't know, like, close to the time that he was going to go down, like, she stopped, like, responding to him. She'd send him, like, one word, like, text back. Yeah. But he still thought it was a great idea to, like, go down. So he went down. He's he's all excited. Meets her for dinner. It, like, she shows up three hours late. Yes, that's my favorite part of the story. But then it's, and like, she's there. At the, two hour, like, at the two-hour mark, he's like, eh, I'm going to go ahead and wait a little longer. Yeah, at the 30-minute no, like, mark, I'm out. ridiculous. It was, like, something like that, like. I don't believe this. But then, so then, like, she's there for, like, 15 minutes. And then at the end, like, like you know, she kind of gives him, like, that the ass out, like, half hug and is, like, just trying to get away. And when he talks to his cousin back in the United States, his cousin's like, oh, how'd it go? And he's like, well, you know, like, she tried to kiss me, but I turned my cheek and, you know, I was trying to be, like, a good guy and stuff. And it's like, you watch it back and you're like, um, 
No, she didn't even like move her face towards you yeah. when you were hugging. She was clearly trying to get away from you the whole time. Yeah, it's like that uh, that that pastor and Ariana Grande at uh, the Aretha Franklin funeral. It's basically yeah. So he thinks that this dinner that lasts fifteen minutes, where she showed up three hours late. And by the way, if there's not you know TV cameras around, this isn't for a show. She just doesn't show up at all. Yeah. You know, I don't know what they get paid to appear on these shows, but there's some degree of appearance fee i'm sure even if it's like a hundred bucks you know she'll probably be like all right yeah i guess i'll go but and so then he's like and you know he's like all right well what are we going to do tomorrow and she's like you know that homework i got so much to do and he uh is just like okay i'll call you in the afternoon so he's like clearly just his perception of the way this went is is so wrong and i again i only heard audio of it but i'm just like yeah you you dumb bastard It's kind of even. It's it's kind of even better because he's down in Colombia and he's like, he, so he's she she said that like I, I'm not gonna be able to see you. I got stuff to do, and so he's like, oh well, I'm gonna go around. Like I'm gonna go do some sightseeing, and then maybe you can come and meet me. And of course, like he's texting her all day and she's not responding. And then at the end, he's like, wow, this is crazy. I, I you know like I think finally I'm done. And of course, because this is what makes the show even better. He was also text. He was also communicating with another woman from Columbia Cupid. So when the first girl dissed him, he finally called up the second girl, and he like so like that he was also sending money to. By the way, of course. He, so they so she ends up Jesus. coming to meet him, and she's you know ridiculously like she's a nice girl and stuff. But of course, like and they had been talking a lot apparently. So they bang the first night. But yeah. When they bang, but when they bang. He calls her the other girl's name. No, but like no. So, and she doesn't know. He tells her, "Oh, that's just the woman on the crew." Like you know, so he totally tries to blame the crew. What? Then, yeah, I know. It's great. How then would they, that make you know, it so better? Yeah, that, there's no way that that's better. Oh no, no, that's the that's the no, female no, no, boom that, operator. That yeah. lady watching yeah, us right there. I yeah, said yeah. her name. Yeah, I said her. So it's so like they start spending time together, and then he's then he's like sitting there in his in his testimonial saying like. I just want to make sure that she's in this for the right reasons, that she's, like, really down before I propose to her. And it's like, dude, you you went down there to propose to, like, some 18-year-old chick with big boobs that clearly didn't like you, and now this girl who does like you, you're questioning her motives? Like, and then you were going to propose to her with the same ring that you were that you brought for the first girl? Like, Hey, that's it, called being thrifty. Yeah. <laughs> it is so good. These people are such a disaster. So this guy's story, where does it rank? Like, it, like give it a, a scale of 1 to 10 in terms of, like, like 10 being the best couple on this show. Where does this story rank? Well, when you, when you say best couple, you mean actually, like, Oh, no, 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 train wreck quality that I want to stare I, at. Quick question for context. Is he trying? to get like a date for his uh, some cousin's wedding to prove he's not gay or like why why does he need to get married <laughs> well he actually he's he's been married in the past and he has a daughter but he's not like he's just struggling but to he meet can't fuck her so he needs an 18 wants, year old <laughs> and he he wants a new woman in his life so no. he's looking for love love you see um, as Jesus. far as like a scale of like yeah, like so it, in the couples yeah, like is, is I'm this gonna go, I'm gonna go I'm gonna put the, I'm gonna put him up in like the like I'm gonna put him up in like the seven and a half range oh, seven so, and a half eight so there's, is is there a ten you don't have to give the story but is there somebody you're like oh they're a ten like there's a couple you're thinking oh of my right? god okay. there's, there's there there actually are more than one ten but yes there's okay. 
Some of these are friggin' disasters. And where do people so find good. where do people find Ninety Day Fiance? Uh, on TLC on uh, Sunday nights. All right, and uh, you know I I know a lot of people who watch this show, and uh, there is an after show for it here at After Buzz TV. So uh, I might I I I would you know it's not the sort of thing I'm usually interested in, but then I heard that that exchange. I'm like I kind of I kind of want to see this dumb schmuck who, who says the wrong <laughs> name during sex. You know, guy oh, is lucky so to get that sex with any Colombian girl. He, just don't say any name. It's not that hard. Yeah, I don't say a lot of names. I mean, <laughs> I'm, not, ex- I'm not just sitting there except, being like, except my own. Like I talk about how great I am. <laughs> yeah, you know. Well, that's when I call for a high five from myself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But. Uh, anyway, on that note, uh, 90 Day Coltrane uh, on Twitter, <laughs> at Coltrane Leaks. And uh, Coltrane, thanks for uh, spending some time with us. We always appreciate it. Jeff, thank you for sharing those stories. That uh, I, Like I said, I want to know what, what Black Cast Nation thinks about that. There's some salty language, but that's all right. Yeah. You know. We're gonna, this is going to be like the least listened to episode. Everyone's going to be like, mm, pass. No, How I dare think, you? I think the, uh, the Iron Fist standalone episode was, <laughs> was one of the least listened to because not every people don't like it. Him, they didn't watch it whatever that's all right but uh i think that when people just start listening they're like oh i'm all in on these stories so <laughs> and besides in the description i'm going to let them know that uh, i i workshop some of the songs that i'm going to include in my medley for the cabaret at vitello's in north hollywood so stay tuned for that anyway after all that uh we will see you next time on the podcast Thank you, Ken. (laughs) All right. Well, thanks for uh, making the time. I will uh, definitely talk to you soon, especially as 300 rolls up on us. We'll figure out when and where we're doing that. I like it. All right, man. All right. Talk to you soon. Bye.